Condon. Ken Miller. Oh, mama. Trent Condon. Score. This is Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Miller and Condon here on a Friday, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. It's Trent Condon and Ken Miller for the next couple of hours to talk sports with you. Appreciate you tuning in uh, here this morning. BMW Des Moines guest list uh, looks like this. We will start at the bottom of the hour. Bama Bob uh, will join Trent and I. We'll opine on a little college football. Uh, I know it's kind of a week off, Army-Navy, but there is some other action. We'll get into some of that, Heisman, etc. Just talk college football just because it's college football. We'll do so at 10.30. At uh, 12.05, we'll head to Las Vegas, catch up with Mike Palm from Circus Sports, spend 10 minutes with Mike, uh, and then Tom Cakert will be our final guest uh, of the week. He'll join us at about 12.25 or thereabouts. We do have... Uh, for you Hawkeye fan or basketball fan, you don't need to be a Hawkeye fan to win tickets to see Wisconsin play. Uh, but we've got a couple of tickets that we'll give away later on in the program, courtesy of our friend Dr. Stephen Fuller, fullerdental.net. We'll give you a chance to win tickets to see Wisconsin as they travel to uh, Iowa City to take on the Hawks 5 o'clock? I want to say 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. On Sunday. Hello, TC. How are you? I'm good. How about yourself? How was uh, Vegas? It was good. It was, it was fun. It's Vegas. Um can't keep up with the boys. No. <laughs> no, they they ran hard. Well, you won't even do it if you could. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Um but uh but it was good to see uh, Chris Hassel, uh of course uh, Brent Bloom and uh, Chris Williams all out there, John Liebel. Had a lot of fun. Um in, in the whole circuit experience. They'd never been before. So it was ah. it's always fun to take newbies. It just is, just yeah. to see their look on their face when they, you know, experience it for the first time and full disclosure, they are our biggest sponsor here on the Miller and Condon radio program that is so easy to talk and television, but it is so easy to talk about them and um really sell the endorsement. Because we believe in it, uh, as we do. Uh, but it was fun. It was um, it was it was cold in Vegas. Oh, was it? It was warmer in, in Des Moines than it was in Vegas. Wow. And I know that uh, the Chris and Chris were outside of Stadium Swim mm-hmm. uh, at some point yesterday. Was I was on my way home um, from LV. Planes are packed. Yeah, it was, it's it's good to see people are traveling again. Uh, Tucson prior to that was fun. It's uh, it's it's a ni- it's a neat city. Is it? Yeah. It's, well, I don't see much of the city. Neat where we stay out in the uh, um, in in the mountain area. Uh, but yeah, it was good. Got a lot of work done. done my yearly conference out there. Now back, I'm ready to roll here because I got. I haven't talked about any bowls. Mm-hmm. What was kind of the um, I guess the consensus when the Music City Bowl matchup was announced? It's just a big meh. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's. No buzz at all about the game. Well, we saw the game 364 days ago. There is no excitement for it. It yeah. is, all right, we'll get to see one of the young quarterbacks, or maybe both the young quarterbacks, but outside of that, yeah. it's a rematch. It's a disappointing season, a disappointing mm-hmm. end, and people are thinking more about the future and what that's going to be. It's about the transfer portal. Yeah, I mean, that's is. what people care about right I now. totally agree with them. And the bowl game, I mean, there's been afterthought bowl games this one might be at the top of the list of the Ferentz era. I, I'm with you, and, and I saw somewhere that there's not even a plane. I mean, right. nobody reached yep. out to try and get a charter, because those things usually fill up relatively quickly, mm-hmm. right? Um, but there was there was no thought of doing that. No. <laughs> and I, I saw that they are way behind right now as it pertains to... The ticket allotment? Yeah, tickets sold. What did they get? 
I can't remember the number that they uh, got. 8,000 maybe, 9,000? Is that what it was? And, and yeah, they are, they are well well short of that yeah. at this point in time. Indeed. All right, uh, so that's coming up on the program again. We'll give you your opportunity to win some tickets to see Wisconsin and Iowa. That'll come up uh, later in the show. Well, let's get to the basketball game from last night. Uh, this was a statement, in my opinion. There was a message sent, and that message was being sent very early in the game. And I thought that it started with Philip Robacha. Mm-hmm. Who to me is he bigger than he was last year? He looks more cut. He's been in the weight room. I mean, the biceps, the tries, the little shoulder on him. He looks like he spent some time. Like last year was kind of a dip your toe in the water in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's going to take a little bit more than, <laughs> right, than I right. thought. And I mean, I could be dead wrong, but certainly uh, um, last night it seemed like maybe he's doing a bunch of push-ups. Maybe he did some curls before he took the floor because <laughs> he showed up pumped. And then when he scored that basket early in the game, as he's running back on defense, he went out of his way to bump into a couple of clones mm-hmm. and sent a message, and I loved it. And they need that. They absolutely do. What has been really one of the most discrediting things of the Ferenc- or the uh, McCaffrey era has been Fran teams are not tough. Right. That, that toughness component has not always been there. Mm-hmm. And that's why we talked at the beginning of the year. Maybe this team is going to be a little bit different than past teams because... There's some more toughness there. Yeah, Bracha, Tony Perkins. He's a tough guy. Absolutely yeah. Tony Perkins and Hill Jaw. All these guys will talk. Yeah. Connor out there. Connor more. McCaffrey's not shining for anybody. No, and he will yeah. talk. And what did Brad Underwood say before the season? Yeah. He's yeah. the guy that he wants yeah. with him in a parking lot. I know, I love it. If there's a fight. I, it's a different kind of group than they had in the past. Now, are there still guys that maybe don't have that same kind of edge to them? Yeah, I, maybe. Patrick, I yeah. think, is one of those guys. Yeah. Certainly Sanford doesn't have that same kind of swagger to them, but... You have more of those pieces. And to do that, and to come out in that fashion, oh. minus Chris Murray. Right. You mentioned statements. And they got run out of the gym last year. They did. In Ames. And TCU played them physical, and mm-hmm. that didn't go well, what, a week ago? to Whatever, what, 10 days ago? A couple of games back, anyways. The Duke game was just... They just didn't play well. Trent, it was... Four, what a difference... I'm thinking the exact same thing. What a difference 48 hours makes. No, when you make shots... Basketball's yeah, a lot helped. easier game. Yeah, that helped, right? And on, uh, conversely, Iowa State, they couldn't make a right. shot to save their save their lives. Well, they go three for 22 uh, from three. Offensively, well, look, we knew that they were going to be challenged. And, man, were they ever challenged last night? And they were challenged uh, mano a mano, I thought. I thought that, um, you know what, these Hawks, have, they're sick and tired of uh, hearing that they're not physical, that Iowa State came out and pushed them around, and they were going to send the message, no, 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 this isn't happening at Carver. And I thought this was Robracha, Robracha leading the way. I didn't have that on my bingo card. Oh, absolutely not. Euless hitting shots from the outside. Mm-hmm. He had a three-pointer, stepped into one as they were just laying off him. What McCaffrey has turned into now as a shooter, Connor. What, 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 that's unbelievable what he's done. So I think it was the Penn State game last year that he finally hit a couple of shots out uh-huh. there. I think they ended up losing that game late, but... He hit a couple of shots, and then from there, he shot the ball really well mm-hmm. the rest of the season. He was well over 40% the rest of the year, and his translated here. Obviously, didn't play baseball last spring. Right. Was healthy. Yep. Had the hip surgeries. Has had a whole and lot of pointed that out on the broadcast last night, too, that he didn't play baseball, and, rather. And, and you see a guy now that is confident, mm-hmm. that gets guys in the right spot, does all the intangible things that we have both loved. He's a coach. During his career. Yep. But now you couple it with even some kind of offensive skill, shooting the basketball, you really have something there. No, you really do. It was a, uh, a just a completely lopsided game. It was I mean, kind of was, boring, wasn't it? It kind of was, was, right? Yeah, it was. What was it? Twenty-two to two, fifteen to nothing, twenty-two mm-hmm. to two. I mean, gosh, as difficult it is for this old man to switch from 
however I was watching the game on DirecTV to find the Amazon oh, right, and the right. lack of all the remotes you got to use. You know, maybe worth trying to figure that out because the game, ooh, it was a stinker. Let's get Jeff in here. We'll get back to it. Hello, Jeff. Welcome to the program. How are you? Good. Ken, welcome back. Um, first thing, you know, we give TJ uh, tons of props about what he's done with this program. And I've been on your airwaves, and that's all true. But how about, how about Fran and his coaching staff? How about, you know, the game plan they had coming into this game 48 hours yeah. playing Duke at Madison Square? That's number one. Number two, plantar fasciitis, that's pretty scary mm-hmm. with Chris because that's not going to go away. No, it if lingers. If you can't walk, if you can't jog, I've had it. It, it. it does linger, and it lingers for a long time. But here's the best thing. and I've called weeks ago their best player, supposedly a first-round draft pick. And for that team to pick him up mm-hmm. at home, losing to Duke, everybody rallies around. I wasn't, you know, I had some people, you know, call me and text me how I was kind of cuckoo. This <laughs> Iowa team, when they're at their best, they are a sweet 16 team. Okay, let's, and how about their defense giving up mid 50s? How about their offense scoring mid 70s against supposedly a great defense? The, yeah. One of the best defenses yeah. in the game. Okay, so this Iowa team, the way they played, and it's, you know, Trent. And they talked about it yesterday. When you're making shots, it's an easy game. It is. When you're playing hard defense, you're getting a passing lane, you're getting some steals, you're getting out in transition, it's an easy game, boys. It just is. Mm-hmm. And so, and here's another thing, the last thing. I have a friend that just hates on Connor. You know what? <laughs> you might as well just die on that hill. <laughs> yeah. Because what Connor does, in and out of basketball, running his mouth, hitting shots, throwing the towel around, that guy is the heartbeat of this team. This team will not die. This team is a sweet 16 team, boys. Uh, we're that. marking the tape, Jeff. I hope you're mm-hmm. right. I hope you're right. Uh, look, at if they if they shoot like they did yesterday, and I'm not saying they will every night, but I, I like this point. They, they committed to the defensive end of the floor. Right. Not like, look, they're, they're, the offense that they're going up against last night is it's Iowa State, right, right? right? But at the same time, it was uh, it, it, it there was a commitment there. And look, Perkins did not shoot the ball well last night, but it's 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 the other stuff uh, that he does. Ah, uh, this was a, this was just a clubbing. I didn't see this coming. I really truly didn't. I didn't think it would be oh, it'd be a good game. We've seen this turn into blowouts so often though. Mm-hmm. It's been a rarity that we've actually got a good game in this series. There's been so many blowouts and so many just coasting in. Yeah, there was Mike Cassell having the free throws laid up in Hilton. There's been those moments, but they're few and far between. It is yeah. one team taking control and running the other one out of the gym and it happened again. You know, Fran McCaffrey, we, we have gone around and around with Fran. I am a big Fran fan. I don't I still think, and it's crazy to me, me at this point, as we are 13 years into his tenure, that people do not realize, A, the difficult sp- spot that he was in taking over this program. Uh-huh. This was a program that was a laughingstock at the Power 5 level. Boy, Steve Alford couldn't win there, and then Licklider, mm-hmm. and the attendance was dried up, mm-hmm. and what Iowa basketball was throughout the 70s and 80s and 90s, and it completely gone away. There were many coaches that said, I don't think he can win there anymore. You yeah. look around the Big Ten, that is not a good job. Yet Fran who had a lot of other offers mm-hmm. at that time. Many people thought he was going to take the St. John's job. He comes in here. He's got this team on the precipice of five consecutive NCAA tournaments. He has made the NCAA tournaments now. It'll be nine of 11 years. Yep. Guess what? We have never saw Dr. Tom. He didn't do that. Nope. Lou Olson didn't right. do that. Alford certainly Gotta didn't do that. Got to get to the second weekend. And that's the one thing. Yep. Just get there. Get yep. there. You give yourself a chance in. You get the right matchup now. It was custom-made last year. 
There was not a better draw that they could have had as a five seed. Better win that first game, though. Richmond stinks. And for the first time, he loses that first game. And afterwards, Providence was not very good. I mean, it was custom-made, and they didn't do it. But get in. Give yourself a chance, and you just never know what's going to happen. Iowa State worked out well. They got two great matchups for them, and they got to the Sweet 16. They have two wins over the last five years in the NCAA tournament. Iowa has two wins. What program's better? Oh, man. Can, can we come back and revisit this in a few, in a few weeks, months? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think TJ's going to recruit his you-know-what off there. Like, he's got to get a shooter. He's got a couple of guys. Um, I thought Robert Jones was the best cyclone on the floor last yeah. night. I, I really – this guy's That little jump hook. It's, it's, it's come around, it isn't is, it? It is, yeah. And Lipsy. Mm-hmm. Lipsy playing in that uh, tough environment for the first time. I didn't think he was overwhelmed last night. How many turnovers do you have? A couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not like uh, it, it was. It was a handful. Caleb Grill can guard you. He just one of a three or four games. His shots falling. But Jones was the best player on the floor for the Clones last night. I'm a TJ guy. I'm, I've, I've come around. I thought it was a lazy hire. I was dead wrong. He fits the program. He fits the culture. He wants guys to play defense. Now, when I was in Vegas, Chris alluded me to this because I thought Robert Jones was a throw-in deal mm-hmm. when he came from where he come from? Denver. Denver. Yeah. Um, that They went out looking for his teammate. Right. I remember that. Yep. And that was the guy that they really wanted. And they thought, well, maybe if we take, if we take his buddy Jones, sure. the good player will come, right? And Chris said, no, 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 that's not what it was at all. They watched this kid practice, and at the time, TJ's trying to instill what he wants them to do on the defensive end of the floor to get after guys, to play a little bit physical, and this was the guy that was going to come to Iowa State. And in practice, teach that roster how to be the team that TJ wanted. (laughs) Well, you couldn't put Jones on the floor for many minutes last year. Now, you and I had our moments. We'd come we in did. here. Yeah. Boy, Jones really played well, Trent. And, and he's got the toughness. And he does. He, yes. But this improvement that I'm seeing out of him is night and day. And he's still got a year of eligibility if he wants to. Oh, really? Yes. He's got the COVID year. so He's he got get, the COVID year. I, that's not too bad. He's I don't think it is either. Block. If he's got a chance to improve on what he's doing, he's not an NBA player. But I don't think. I didn't think A.J. Green was either. <laughs> and there he is uh, filling it up with the Bucks. <laughs> unbelievable. Good yeah, for him. That's great. I love being wrong. I didn't think Brock Purdy would ever throw a pass in the NFL. And now he's a starter. Yeah, now he's just going up against Tom Brady this week. What a game out of him. That's I mean, my good God. Yeah. So, uh, two funny moments. First of all, Tony Perkins has the dunk. Yep. And it wasn't a poster. It wasn't over-top no. of Grill. Grill was trailing. He tried to time yeah, it yeah, up. Yeah, 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 I get it. Hawkeye fans get all excited. That, that was not a poster. It's, right? a, it's a rivalry. I'm glad they're excited. But as he's running back down the floor, and he is just John, and he is... Yep. <laughs> he, you know why I love him. It, those kind of things. That Just that toughness, mm-hmm. that talk in the trash, talk that he has. I love that component But did of you see who was behind the play and John, I mean, uh, just picking up on maybe some of the crumbs that were left? John? Connor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he wanted to get his two cents. Oh, yeah, he's, he's got something to say. Hell, yeah, he does. The other one, after Kalsher finally hits the shot. Yeah. And he says, just takes yeah, one. Just takes one. Yeah. And then the next one yeah. hits the top, top of corner the of the backboard. Yeah. Woo. yeah, that's a, what we call those, a meme. Are you ready to finally relent that yeah, Gabe Kalsher is not a good shooter? No, I can't shoot. Can't oh, shoot. boy. Can't this shoot has been life. five years now that I've gone Regression. around and around with people. He was not a good shooter in high school. He had that good freshman he year in Minnesota. He had a phenomenal freshman year. I think year. he shot 38% from yep. three. And I, I warned people, 
that is not who he has been. Ah, Trent, you don't know what you're talking about. Did you see him play last year? Sophomore year stunk. Junior year stunk. Yeah. Iowa State stunk. And again, yeah. he is not a good shooter. There are other things that he does. He's a good yeah, defender. I'll say. But he is not a good shooter. No. And you're going to see game plans that are going to say, if Gabe Kelscher is going to hit five threes and beat us, you tip your ball cap and move on. You, you really do, Trent. I mean, you, Grill, I guess you got to gu- show at least a little bit of interest guarding him from behind the arc. Likewise, Kalsher, but you just let him go. Just let him, give, give him the shot. I'm still intrigued by what we're going to see when Trey King is available. Hopefully he brings a whole lot of offense. That's what he was at Eastern Kentucky. Now, yeah. that was two years ago. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of time away yep. from playing in competitive yep. environment. But everything that we were told, first when he went to Georgetown and then made the transition to Iowa State. Is they really got something here. That this is a score. They yeah. need it. Oh, God. We know what the grind is going to be in the Big 12. Mm-hmm. It is so difficult. I mean, the gap between the Big 12 and everybody else in college basketball, it's significant. When you look at a conference as a whole, where's your off day in the yeah. Big 12? There just isn't uh, I don't know if there is. Kansas State. No, look how they're playing. They are playing a lot better, I think, than anybody anticipated at this point in time. Right. West Virginia, you excited to go play Huggies team? No, didn't they play last night? I saw them on the big screen in Circa a couple of nights ago. They are just going to be yeah. solid. And to that point, right now, Ken Pomeroy has the projected standings for the Big 12. He's got Texas winning the conference, and okay. in fact, he does it by two games. He's got them in 13-5. and five. Yeah. Kansas and Baylor at 11-7. and seven. West Virginia 9-9. Nine and nine. Texas Tech, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and TCU all at eight and ten. Iowa State at seven and eleven, and your last place team, K State, wow. at six and twelve. Unbelievable. All ten teams, yeah, realistically have a chance. Think they can be an NCAA they tournament team, they and do. it is not a stretch for any one of the ten teams. No, nope. uh, there's not a league like that anywhere. I don't think there is, Trent. I don't think there is. Look at we thought that uh, that even in the Big Ten, well, you get Nebraska on your schedule. Hopefully, you get them twice. Look what they did over the weekend. Eh. I know it's, yeah. but I came in a couple of weeks I ago know. telling you, I tried Trent. To, I tried. This, to, McDermott's got a squad. I tried to tell you. Well, it's too I, late because I bought him. I know you did. I still think with a couple of guards in the big in the middle that they got, uh, we'll see. But yeah, for Nebraska to beat them, right? That's Hoiberg's best win of his tenure over there. Oh no doubt. I mean, it's not. I don't know what the what the second one would be. It's been so long coming, but. Um, yeah, good for him out of that. So what else did I miss? So the matchup wasn't that big of a deal. The 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 playoff teams, like Alabama was not going to get in. I, I I found it the way that it the way that the that it all played out, there was no way that A Alabama's jumping Ohio State mm-hmm. um and TC was going to fall. They just weren't going to fall. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought they got it right. I did. Um I have no problem with the four that are in. I, I kind of like some of the matchups. Here's my question to you, though, because I know you like to dabble. Just a little bit. How can you bet these games? How Bowl can you games? bet right now? You can't. You, Trent, I think, honestly, the play is going to be live bet or, oh, yeah. or as close to kickoff as mm-hmm. you possibly can wait. I don't think there's any doubt. I think that's the only way that you can do it because you, you just don't know with all the opt-outs. Well, and how many times are we going to see even week of or day before right. a, a guy? Then you got the academic casualties. Right. Think about the Liberty Bowl when Iowa State oh, lost oh, a couple absolutely. of kids a couple yeah. hours before the game. We found out that there was going to be a couple of guys that won't be able to to participate uh, against Memphis. I don't know how you bet these games at this point in the calendar. I really don't. Well, just look at the point spread in the Iowa-Kentucky game. 
It was three. Mm-hmm. All right, that makes sense. I can buy that. Oh, well, a couple opt-outs from Kentucky. Now, I was favored in yeah, the game. Yeah, just a quarterback and a running back. How can you favor Iowa in this you game, can't. though? We have never seen these quarterbacks That's before. That's just it. You have no clue. None. And it's the Iowa offense. How can they be? Mm-hmm. By the way, speaking of Iowa, did you see the Jack Campbell surprise video yesterday when he got No, the... I didn't. Oh, my God, is it good. Oh, the, the Buckus one? Yes. Yeah. When, he, when he's, yes. Uh, they sneak up. Is that Buckus's kid? Not sure. Boy, sure looked like the old man. Yeah. It sure looked like it's a chip off the old block. Um, and then got Butkus on the phone. It's a great video, just how he surprised him with the Butkus Award. What a season he had. What yes. a season he had. I know we got it. We're, we're, I think, contractually committed to rank everybody, you know, where they fit. There's been so many good linebackers, even in, just in the Ferentz tenure, oh, no doubt. crying out loud. Greenway and Hodge oh, and into geez. Josie Jewell and on and on and right. on. We can we come up with a long list, but... His ability at that size, at six foot five, his ability mm-hmm. to run. I don't know what he's going to be. We know middle linebacker. It's Dick not Butkus hopes he's a bear. That's what he hopes. <laughs> middle linebacker. It's kind of like running back when right. we talk about the draft. Right. It's just it's not as important. Yeah. Edge. Now that again, yes, and, and that's what people are looking for. Yeah. Right? You're looking for the guys out on the edges, and those interior guys just are not as important. But with his ability to run at six mm-hmm. foot five, and I go back to last week's Forty Nine er Dolphin game. The reason that San Francisco was able to slow down that Miami offense is because they have a guy in Fred Warner. Fred Warner's unbelievable. That covers... And do you hear what he said about Brock Purdy after the game, too? Oh, yeah. They, they like it. They love him. They do. He said, hey... This isn't a rookie. No, and This he, isn't the last pick in the draft. This is a guy that looked, that acts like he's been in the league for 10 years. He was a scout team quarterback going up against these guys. <laughs> That'll get and you he, good. And he got their respect. Yeah. That is huge. But Warner, his ability. I don't know if he has... The speed Jack Campbell to be a guy like that, but how about Josie Jewell? Is he faster than Josie Jewell? I think he's a tick faster, and he's four inches taller. Right, and again, that size, that tight ends over the middle, mm-hmm. guys going up the seam. You know what Jack Campbell will do? Look, I think he's going to play. But you yeah. know what separates Josie Jewell? Josie Jewell, like in his first year, got the green dot on his helmet. Yeah, he's setting the Bronco, which is a pretty good defense. Mm-hmm. He's setting that defense, and when he's not in there, he's missed some games. It's it's a different look. He's a he's so smart. He's not the quickest guy, but it's between the years that allows him to make up for that lack of step or whatever. And so Jack Campbell might fit that rule. Well, and he apparently has that. He just won the Campbell Award, right. no relation, which is yeah. kind of the academic Heisman, yeah. if you will, coupled football ability with a guy that does it in the classroom. Got a twenty five thousand dollar post grad scholarship that's going to come along with it. He's That'll be nice. Just be fine. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be all right though. Yeah. That's that's not going to go quite the same way as it has for some past guys that are, that are there because I don't know what it is. Third, fourth round because he's yeah. a middle linebacker. Whatever it is, he is a guy that is going to stick and play for a really long time. Uh, I didn't when I was away um, see a bunch of Iowa State news come out. Yeah, it's been pretty quiet the over Terry there. The Terry Roberts thing surprised me. Was that after I was gone or was it before I left? No, it was. Well, it might have been Friday. I think it was Friday after afternoon. After we got off. The yes, show. that surprised me. So, he went through Senior Day Ceremonies, uh-huh. and listening to a couple of people, we had Ike Cold early on that, it just felt like everybody, because of the injuries, just thought, he's just going to hang it up. Yeah. The reality of him being an NFL player, right. he's battled so much, he was just going to do it. Well, got another year of eligibility, mm-hmm. he's a Pennsylvania guy, and Penn State offers. I mean, that's where he's going to probably end up. Okay. Even and even if it is a special teamer, if he is- Well, he's we really good at special teams. We know he's teams. a great special teamer. Yeah. Dude weighs 165 pounds. Right. I, Physically, mm-hmm. to be a full-time cornerback, 
You're just not physically going to be I'll, able to compete. I agree, although I will say this. Well, how, did he, how many games did he play? Three or four or five? Yeah. When he was in there this year? Looks He's like good. he belonged. Oh, absolutely. But with the stature, you just wonder. I got it. That's if he fair. goes out there and becomes a special teamer, get to play for your home state school, yep. that'll be pretty cool As for As the him curtain as well. comes down in yeah. career, absolutely well. All right, Bama Bob's going to join us. More college football conversation coming up next uh, with Bama. Who do you have to, to win the Heisman at what price? Who do you need tomorrow night? I have both a ticket on Stetson Bennett at 25 to 1. I don't think that's going to cash. I don't think you have. Uh, uh, Matt Butkus is, was his son. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think. I, I think you're right. Who else do you have? I also have a Max Duggan ticket at 40 to 1. Trent, I'm kind of rooting for you. I have a Williams, but it's like six or eight. Okay. I know another guy's got a big ticket on on Duggan as well, Uh or Duggan. Can he win? It seems like it's Williams, doesn't it? It will depend on when people put in their vote. If they did it over the weekend, if they waited through the championship games, mm-hmm. I think Duggan has a real chance. But we know historically how many of these votes yeah. come in before we get to that final Saturday. And because of that, I think it's a foregone conclusion we know that it's Williams. On, on Friday night, though, some guys might have hit send as soon as they saw Williams with that crazy run on that in the Pac-12 championship. <laughs> before right? the hamstring got Before pulled, the hamstring, yeah. Before that thing popped. Because he was, he was, like, he was, he was a, on, on a different level. Or before they saw the fingernails. Yeah. You know that's going to bother some people. Well, it should. I mean, I, I I don't know, but maybe pregame. I mean, once once the ball goes in the air and they kick the ball off, that's yeah. the last thing on anybody's mind. But if they if they saw it pregame or something, that's probably a little bit more raw. Got to get them type stuff. You're but, right. Um, yeah, I don't know what he's thinking. Anyways, we'll see if he's got that tomorrow night when he goes up and accepts the trophy, which it seems like he's going to do. I also have a Dorian Thompson Robinson ticket. Is that going to cash? No, no I know no, no, he no. didn't get there either. Got that at eighty to one. That's basically my main. Would profile. you like to buy my Anthony Richardson? Ooh, that was a good one, that right? That's a good one. Boy, back in early September, we thought that week thing. one. I came back on Labor Day Tuesday thinking that I just discovered something. <laughs> it's a long season. Yeah, it is. It is. Bryce Young, 30 to 1. He finished seventh, anyways. We will uh, talk some college football uh, coming up, but just to, to put a bow on what we were talking about betting on these bowl games, I don't know how you're going to do it. No chance. I think you'll wait till the bitter end. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm going to be. Filling out a bowl pool in those confidence <laughs> right. pools this year. I love participating in those. I'm going to decline. No thanks this year. You just, just have no confidence. Just, it's a confidence pool. And it's a coin flip after coin flip. Uh-huh. Doing it. 40 times. Mm-hmm. Not going to come up heads every time. All right, Bama Bob joins us next. Mike Palm will uh, head to Vegas in hour number two. He'll kick off the hour. Tom Kakert, more on Iowa about 12.25 and then at some point we'll give uh, one of you a couple of tickets to see Wisconsin as they take on Iowa 5 o'clock on Sunday night and again, I always say the same thing. If you can't go to the game just don't win for the sake of winning. We want you to use these seats. Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station, 106. Point- KXNO, Trent Condon, Ken Miller, with you here until 1 o'clock. We've got a couple of Wisconsin-Iowa tickets to give away uh, just before we get out of here. A couple of uh, housekeeping notes. Uh, How about Randy Peterson? 50 years ago, was it yesterday? 50 years ago yesterday. Started at the Des Moines Register. Well done. The piece by uh, Tommy Birch. 
I mean, 50 years for crying out loud. That's unbelievable. Good for him. I hope he stays as long as he wants. I mean, there's been buyout opportunities. That was part of the piece. We know what the newspaper business is is like, sadly, um, as of late. But for, for anybody to be in a job for that long and covering sports for... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I mean, if you grew up here, you've been reading Randy's stuff, whether it be on the Hawk Beat or the Cyclone Beat, for, for most cases, probably for as long as you've been alive. It's just remarkable. 50 years for Petey. Great story. Isn't that great? Fun guy. Yep. He stops in, ducks in, says hi yep. when he's coming in every once in a while to do the radio show or the podcast. Always good to see him bouncing around. And mm-hmm. it sounds like he's got no plans of departing anytime I could, soon. I, and I hope that's the case. I really do. Remember him working those games at, uh, at the time, Sec Taylor, when he was on the iCubs beat for mm-hmm. so long as he was. And then um, we remember when they used to switch every couple of years to be on the Hawk beat and then the Cyclone beat. What was the justification behind that well i think that most i mean there was for the longest time it it, it happened in chicago with guys like paul sullivan you'd, you'd do the cubs for two years and mm-hmm. then go do the white Sox for a couple of years i just think that um at the time they didn't want you to get too comfortable on the, i don't know what was behind it it was a journalism thing i think not getting too close to yeah, it i you think know, so that, that kind of thing where I thought it was the right idea. Um, for the longest time, I thought, you know what, this this makes a lot of sense. I'm glad that they do that. I'm not sure it matters in today's day and age of media. Well, and now the way that they've evolved, where you have columnists for the teams. Right. Chad yes. and yes. Randy are now Good point. columnists. They are not right. reporters. And it's So would Skinny Kenny, would he ultimately swap in a couple of years and and, and then with, with Hines or right, whatever? Right, right. Would those two be the guys that are so? I, I don't think we're going. I just don't think we're going to see that. No. Um, but anyways, good uh, good for Randy Peterson. And then the other thing, Grinnell, all the threes that they shot last night, just that's unbelievable. Over a hundred threes. I mean, come on, right? Yeah. Unthinkable. Yeah, it's it, it just a couple is. years back, and here we are. Yeah. So, what's your favorite bowl game other than the? Um... <laughs> You're into these bowl games. I don't give two I craps. Mean, you I really, really don't. don't. No. I am so all out. See, I, I'll tell you how into the bowl games I am. I'm pissed off at the NFL for what they're doing next week. They're putting three games up on Saturday. I right. love the NFL. Mm-hmm. But that Saturday, the first Saturday of the bowl week, mm-hmm. it's kind of been building over the last few years. It's gotten better, yeah. It's absolutely. gotten way better. Yes, I mean, yeah. look what we've got. Florida, Oregon State, Fresno State, Washington State, Cincinnati, Louisville. Those aren't three bad games, and now the NFL is going to kind of barge their way into Saturdays. Yeah, I don't got a problem with yeah, it. Yeah, I do. I just, I just stay away from Saturday. Well, college football is trying to take some of their turf, right, with the expanded college football playoff and mm-hmm. what's going to happen in the future and possibility of some games overlapping when there's NFL playoff games going on, possibility of not just bowl games, but also you're going to have college football playoff games there. So they're kind of going back and forth. These games, they're fine, but like you said earlier, the opt-outs make it so difficult to yeah. bet on them. Yeah, it, it, to at least you know the quarterbacks for a lot of these teams, right? 
Is Jake Hander going to play for Fresno? Uh, would you? I No. No. I hope not. I, I wouldn't either. We know Anthony Richardson. He's not going right. to play for Florida. Right. And just on and on and on. It, it, it really has devalued this. So let's look forward. Let's look to the future of college football and, and try to see what is the structure going to be when we get to 12. Next mm-hmm. season will be the last one kind of of regular nature. And see Kevin Warren put his foot in his mouth with the quarterfinals that he they came out and said, you know what, the, the, we might have those on campus too. You better, but now he's kind of he backpedaled a little well, bit. It's not going to take long. No. Do we see the AFC Championship game being played in a neutral site? Do you see the NFC? Ch- of course not. No. Those are your best games. Those are your most important games. No. Play them in home stadiums. And if it is Alabama continues their run mm-hmm. and they're a top four seed every single year, they don't ever get to host mm-hmm. a playoff game. Yeah. You know how idiotic that is? No, I'm with you. This whole structure was dumb from the get-go. Just get the bulls out of Did there. Did you see, and we'll get, let's get Bama in here. Uh, Bama, welcome to the program. Bama, how are you? Uh, I'm doing great, Kate. Good. How are you? Good. So do, do you feel um, that there's been a change? I'll, I'll start with Trent, and then I'll follow up with you, Bama, because that was a big talker on the last weekend. Maybe it was on Sunday um, during the bulls announcement. Has Georgia surpassed Alabama? Is this, is this it's getting close? Is, is it? It's, so this is. You want to say not not permanent, still temporary, it's still temporary. I mean, they finish it obviously back to back. There is still Alabama still has just a a certain aura about them yep. that George is not there. The way they built the program very similar. Mm-hmm. The way that they have done things and and more of kind of the old school Alabama as opposed to the high flying Alabama we've seen here over the last five six years, but. Yeah, I, I think it's getting close. It's not over. It's it's not that they have surpassed them. So you're not throwing dirt. I'm not ready to, Bama, but I know there's a lot of people out there that are ready. Mm-hmm. I think people are just trying so quickly to bury Saban, even if yeah. the evidence says, <laughs> let's slow down on that one. Bama, I know you've heard a lot about that, too. It's just people trying to get rid of Alabama as quickly as possible. I think they're hopeful. Listen, and I, I think next year is a big year for Alabama. Um, Bryce Young's going to be gone. Who's the next guy? I don't think it's Milrow, the guy who took over for him. Um, I think George is there. They're really close. And if they finish it this year, you know, one thing Nick Saban's never done, he's never gone back-to-back, I don't believe. Uh Um, And so if Georgia can do that, especially undefeated, I mean, but listen, Alabama beat him in the SEC championship game last year. So, and I still, I maintain that had they had Mechie and Williams last year, I think they would have – I don't know if they would have won the game. I think it would have been much more competitive in the national championship game. They lost Mechie in the in the SEC championship, mm-hmm. were able to win that, and they lost uh, Williams in the uh, – Jameson Williams in the first half of the Yeah, didn't he just play he last had, week? Had didn't he make his pro debut last week for Lions? I think he did, I think yeah. he did, too. I think he did. Yeah, been out for yeah. a long time. Um, so, you know, those are, those are difference makers. Those are guys who – But look you know, what Mechie George is doing it. His, he was, but George is doing with Stetson Bennett. Yeah, well, they're doing it with great defense. Well, that's and they're true. also doing yeah. it with two of the absolute best tight ends I've ever seen yeah. in college with Brooke Bowers and then Washington, who is looks like Shaquille O'Neal. He does. I mean, does. that kid is just enormous. So, listen, I think Georgia had. If you want to, say, I, I will go this far. I think they've taken the mantle from Clemson right now. Okay, um, as maybe the next challenger to Alabama, yeah. but I think they could, it, they very well could have surpassed Alabama at this point. I don't think Saban's going to go anywhere 
Um, in the next two or three years, I don't think Alabama's going anywhere. I still think Lane Kiffin's going to be the next coach at Alabama, uh, which is why he didn't take the Auburn mm-hmm. job. Um, so I think they've got – next year's going to be an, a really important year. This year's just been so undisciplined with them. And I think you'll see Saban – I think you'll see him with some new coordinators, and I think you'll see uh, him kind of be more hands-on. He's kind of been of a much more of a CEO the last couple of years than we're used to seeing. Let's uh, let's. They're do not it. going anywhere with a twelve-team playoff, especially. Well, that's They're true. Always gonna be in the yep. uh, you're you're probably okay. right. Uh, uh, Army Navy Trent. Uh, neither of these teams bowl eligible. Mm-hmm. Um, Navy, I think, is playing their best football of the year right now. And I know that you know they've lost two out of the last three. How can you say that was a good win over Central Florida? Yep. They had Notre Dame. If it would have, shoulda. And Cincinnati, a couple of weeks before Cincinnati, I want to say, got a late touchdown to push that to double digits. So I think they're playing their best football right now. I don't know what this means for this game tomorrow other than the fact we're going to watch it just because it's Army-Navy. You have to. (laughs) Right. It's part of being an American or kind of an American like you are over there. It's a great game. The pomp and circumstance that goes along with it, watching old-school football on both sides Mm -hmm. and just – there's something special that's also special because it's a standalone. Right. Let's be honest. That's a big part of it, too, is there's just not a whole lot else going on. Yeah, there'll be college basketball happening. There'll be other things. But just having this spotlight for these guys and ultimately what they're going to do afterwards yeah. as they complete their four years at their service academy going on and serving our country. And it what is, they do right after the game, singing yeah. the fight song, both of them, and the winner going last. I mean, it's just remarkable. That's what it's about, uh-huh. and the countdown continues now eight years away from me going to that game as uh, <laughs> me and my buddy Sean, one of my groomsmen at my wedding, said... Do you know where it's going to be in eight years? Uh, how, far, to, how far in advance do they... Because this week it's... Or this week. Uh, this year it's in Philly. Right. I guess and it's been it's, Baltimore, right? Uh-huh. It's been uh, Giant Stadium a yep. couple of times. I well, I need to look. Now you got me intrigued. You can get those plane tickets early. Going to, as to where you're going to see it. Uh, Bama, um, first of all, do you have an opinion on the game tomorrow or does it matter? Yeah, I don't I don't really have an opinion on it. I just watch it. Really, You mentioned neither team bowl eligible. Um, I just watch it just, you know, for... For obvious reasons, you know, patriotism, whatever you want to call it, but it, it just also kind of puts a cap on the uh, on the ball on the college football season. Sadly for Ken Miller, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I just and it, I do like the pageantry and the discipline. But I, I just keep you, you hear all the stories. CBS usually does a really great job with with the stories, and and there's so many of them. I mean, every guy there's got one, and. You know, like like Trent said, to me, it's all about what these guys are going to do four years from now. Just the discipline, the sacrifice they're willing to make. Um, you start listening at, at what their daily schedules are. You know, they're yeah. up at six thirty <laughs> and and you know and doing academics, and then they go to class, and then they uh, you know go to practice, and then they you know have training drills with whatever they do, and, and then homework. And there is. And homework. I mean, it's just and, and listen. There's there's no, uh, you know, there's there's no, uh, uh, you know, print classes up there. I mean, it's you know, theory of nuclear dynamics or physics or something like that. I mean, it's just crazy what they do and then what they're willing to do. That to me is what what really is 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 more impressive. And you know, there's you know, you go back and track in our lifetimes. I mean, there's been several of these guys that we've watched play in this game that have given their lives and. Yeah. Mm-hmm. their lives in the service of their country and that to me is just what is is what it's all about and i mean we all love big time college football and playoffs and 
you know, all Americans and Heisman mm-hmm. candidates and everything like that. But really, when it boils down to it, this is there's not a lot of these guys in the tra- you know transfer portal guys. Right. You know? Not, <laughs> not, here, not so. a lot of nil. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, I just it should be, but I don't yeah. think there is. But it's just I just I just like it because again, and I I like it when it's played in Philly. This this is my absolute absolute bucket list game to get to. I know there's a lot of them out. There's a lot of stadiums I want to see. This game is something I've got to watch, and and just in person, I'd love to do it in Philly. I think, um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, it never gets old for me, ever. Never gets old. All right, let's uh, let's better let's uh, hit a superfecta uh, right on the nose here. Trent, we'll go All to right. you first. Drake May was tenth, Bajan Robinson ninth, Penix eighth, Corum was seventh, Bryce Young sixth, Hendon Hooker fifth. Now we're down to four. Which way will they finish? You've got uh, Duggan, Stroud, Williams, and Stetson Bennett. Do it exactly. One through four, Trent Condon. Let's see if you can hit your nail on the head. Uh, we will go at number four. It will be Stetson Bennett. Bama? Yes. Yes, for me. Consensus. Okay. Number three, TC. Number three is CJ Stroud. Bama? This is really hard. I'm going to go Stroud as well. Consensus. Number two. Max Duggan. Max Duggan. This is. Uh, I got I thought, Williams at two. You do? Okay. Is that what you yeah. want to happen or what you believe is going to happen? Because I think. What I believe is going to happen. You do? Wow, Bama. I think, I think there were enough guys. I, don't, I haven't seen the numbers, okay? And, you know, who voted and what percentage right. is already turning their mm-hmm. votes or whatever. But I think, and I, Caleb Williams again gets a pass a little bit because. He was hurt. There's the no hamstring. question he was hurt. Yeah, yeah ex- except in the first but, quarter when he was running, I mean, wild yeah. until the hamstring but, popped. But you watch what Max Duggan gave. Oh, it's unbelievable. And I, Trent and I were talking about it Monday, Ken. You'll remember this. The only athlete I can ever remember giving that just looked that exhausted after a game was Kellen Winslow. When he walked well, off the field, he had Miami. You remember that? Game? Yes, absolutely. I mean, do. It just had to be carried. And I know there's been, you know, Jordan. He was sick in the food poison. I'm just talking about. I mean, he scores a touchdown. He's telling everybody, "Get away from me!" Mm-hmm. You know, don't don't pat me on the back. Don't right. pick me up. Don't hug me. Just get away. I mean, I've never seen a kid just look that exhausted. And I think if there were any fence voters who were still waiting, yeah. plus TCU won the game. I think he's going to get enough. That he might get over the hump. Yeah. I mean, I and I'm fine with either guy. I really am. I think both of them are tremendous and had great seasons. But something just tells me that that Duggan is, and now that they're in the playoff as well. I hope you're right. I think that's a big deal too. So. <laughs> Forty to one <laughs> yeah. ticket in yeah. Condon's pocket. I just yeah. I think it's going to be Williams. Bama. I don't disagree with one thing you just said. Uh, and I yeah. hope that there were people that did not hit send until the uh, until they'd seen the entire day on Saturday. Because if you watched on Saturday, right. it was the first game of the day, eleven o'clock in the morning. I mean, talk about a, a guy carrying a his whole team. This isn't like he's got yeah. four guys on the floor with him. He just picked up that right. whole team and carried yep. them to victory. Unbelievable. And, and- you know, there were a lot of the names that you just mentioned that were playing on that Saturday. So unless you had, you know, unless you were a C.J. Stroud voter and just going to vote for Stroud no matter what, mm-hmm. you sent your ballot in already. But I mean, you know, Williams was playing, Bennett was playing. 
Yeah. Uh, Duggan was playing. Yeah. I mean, all these guys were still playing yeah. in these championship games. So why well, on earth would you make up your mind early? Did did it hurt? Drake that they... May. I mean, okay, fine, but no, he's, he's had a player. crappy game. Did yeah. did, did it yeah. hurt that uh, had TCU sealed the deal? Would it made a di- would it make a difference? I don't think so. I think it's just they're in the playoff. They mm-hmm. should be in the playoff. Mm-hmm. And I just think that the way that last drive that he engineered to to tie the game, right. not only the drive but the two point play, and yeah. just the way he looked after it, and yeah, the I don't know, it wasn't Holly Rowe. Maybe it was Holly Rowe. I can't remember who was on the sideline. Uh, it was just talking about pretty sure how exhausted he looked, and and you know the Fowler and Herfrey talking about have you ever seen anything like this, and mm-hmm. you know in twenty years, and no, they hadn't. And I mean, you just I think all that if you hadn't decided by that point, and Williams had already played. You yeah, know, he played the night before. before. Yeah, yeah. So hey, Bama, I, I we got to get the break, brother. Yeah. We've we got a long break ahead, and we're running out of time. Uh, you're yep. off on Monday, but we'll talk next week a couple of times and then throughout the Christmas season seemingly every day. Uh, so thanks for doing this. Have a good weekend. Enjoy the game. Thank you, Bama. Will do, guys. Take care. Yep, good to talk to you, Bama Bob. Uh, talking college football. You know what? I like that. That, that, that maybe Georgia has kicked Clemson out of that. Yeah, that, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Speaking of kicked out, Brazil is out. Are they? Croatia advance on penalties and the really? huge betting favorite of Brazil. Now wide Down open. the tubes. Now you ne- got a couple tickets left, don't you? I think I do, yeah. Got the Netherlands. I think we both jumped on board yep. with that. Yep. Probably our best one. I know they were, what, 15 to 1, something in that range. Wow, what a shocker here. So Argentina's still yet to play today, they I believe. Are. That'll be at 1 o'clock, and looking forward to that one. I think that'll be a real fun match coming up here. Yeah, 1 o'clock for that one against the Netherlands. I'll be rooting for the orange. We'll take a time out, come back, finish the hour. Mike Palm and Tom Cakert in hour number two. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Final 30 seconds or so of uh, hour number one. Carlos Correa, where's your uh, willy or won't factor? Oh, I don't think it's going to happen. You don't think so? Not going to be a twin? And the news yesterday of Xander Bogarts. The money he got? The money with San Diego, coupled with now Boston, left holding the bag, saying, well, we got to do something, right? And there's only Swanson's left, Uh Correa's left. Is there another one? Trey Turner's gone? Those are the main ones. I think that impacts also the Twins on this because of that. I think uh, Boston is going Price to get involved. involved. Giants, now the Red Sox are involved. Are the mm-hmm. Twins going to compete? Yeah. I don't want them to compete. I, I, it's just too much money. You said that all along. I, so this As, as much as I like him. I know. And I really good. do. Yeah. Know the way the organization is built. It just yeah. doesn't make sense to me. Weird to see Wilson Contreras' press conference today. Yeah, Cappy. Uh, birdies on the bat. Cappy's <laughs> not real pleased about that one. He said he called Wilson, said anybody but them. 